0: If you're looking for some more in-depth training on mindset practices and how to create your vision, how to reverse engineer your goals, how to craft your morning process, all of the things that I'm super passionate about, you guys, the Rise Up course is where it's at. It is literally my lifetime, my mind in a course. Every single tip, strategy, and hack that you could possibly ask me about is in this course. So jump into the show notes right below and you'll see the... Link for the Rise Up course and my Rise Up Planner, and you guys can rise up with us. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. So excited to be here for another solo episode. You know, as I was walking upstairs to record this and my mind was just reeling with thoughts and everything I want to just kind of give you guys on a silver platter, I thought back to high school (laughs) when I learned that. Your brain, and you guys know I'm obsessed with brain health and how it works and neuroplasticity and everything. I guess it started in high school. Um, your brain retains so much more information when you do it in twenty minute bites, 20-minute segments, right? So like studying in high school, I remember reading some study or something where if you studied for 20 minutes, took a 10-minute break, came back to studying, took a 10-minute break, came back to studying, you would actually like the study shows that you were chained so much more information. And so I was just thinking about that as I was getting ready to cut this rather short episode And it kind of got me excited because your brain is going to retain so much more, right? When you listen to something for 20 or 30 minutes and it's just kind of one concept or a a simple idea and you can take that and you can marinate on it once you're done and you can think about it and you can apply it to your life versus I could get on here and talk to you guys for 6 hours and tell you everything I I know, you know, and all these different concepts and philosophies and practices and tips, but that's not where your brain's going to actually grab onto it and utilize it. So, we're going to jump into this one very simple Um, concept that, gosh, I want to say it was probably eight to 10 years ago that I really, really, really grabbed a hold of it. And I'm going to get a little vulnerable with you today and kind of tell you, you know, we always learn the most when we're going through the hardest times in your life. And this was kind of came to me um, through one of the most difficult seasons of my life And that was, I'm just going to go for it. Um, (laughs) We were trying to have a third baby. And, you know, in the beginning, we had a boy and a girl. And in the beginning, we were like well, we'll just, we'll just see what happens. And then, you know, month one, month two, month three, month four. And in the beginning you're like, "Whoa, oh gosh, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> and then as the months go by, your anxiety starts to build and you start to feel really sad when, you know, you're constantly not getting pregnant. And this went on for two years Two years and every single month, that disappointment grew and that um, heartache grew. And we started to do um, more things, you know, as you do when you're trying to get pregnant. And um, and it still wasn't working. And it still wasn't working. And what happened? And you know, uh, so many of you guys have gone, you know, gone down this road of infertility where it's so freaking hard. It's just, I'm so grateful. Let me just side, side note here. I am so incredibly grateful for that season now because I have so much empathy and understanding for women that walk this path. Right. Um, I had no idea what it was like before, and I can remember, you know, miscarriage is so common. And I can remember thinking before I experienced it myself, like, well, it's it's just, it's so common. Like, it's not the end of the world. It happens to so many people in this percentage. And da, 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 da. I just didn't have the empathy, right? Like, oh, makes my skin crawl thinking about that, that I didn't have the empathy. Um, and so I'm so grateful. And I think so often on this side note here, is that we got to look back on our really hard experiences and and ask ourselves, you know, what's the gift? What's the gift? What did I gain from this? Who did I become on this journey? And we can always be grateful for that, right? Um, So here's where we were, you know, trying so desperately to have a third child. And you can't plan anything, you know, you plan a vacation, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to be pregnant. I don't know if we're going to have another baby. I don't know if we'll have a newborn. Like you, it's just, it's so hard. And my best, best friend at the time, when I say best friend, this is somebody I saw almost seven days a week. Our husbands were best friends. We were best friends. The kids were best friends. She was pregnant with her fourth. Um, so gosh, isn't it crazy how that happens when you're trying to get pregnant, everybody around you gets pregnant. Um, and so I had to, you know, deal with the reality of that on a daily basis. Every single day I had to see, you know, the baby gifts and the baby clothes and, you know, all the things. I had to host a baby shower and and every month that went by, it got harder and harder And then, um, I'm not going to go, there's no reason to go into extensive detail here, but I had an ectopic pregnancy that was super scary, um, and life threatening. And I was actually supposed to get on an airplane that morning or the next morning with both of my toddlers and without my husband. And, um, I don't think I would have survived that, uh, with what was going on, all the like massive internal bleeding and everything that I didn't know was happening. Um so I end up in the ER, I end up having to have this surgery, ectopic pregnancy, we lose the baby. Hardest thing ever, because what happened was I didn't know that I was stuffing those emotions for 24 plus months. They were, you know, growing and I was just sweeping them under the rug. And I was just, you know, telling myself like, God's will, God's will, whatever his plan is, it's not meant to be. And I was just, you know, covering up the emotions. And when I say oh, they came bubbling up, it was like a freaking volcano. Um, and I'm just kind of giving you the the little bit of the story of where I was at emotionally Um, you know, it was like, there were moments of just, I was completely out of control with emotion, meaning like these emotions were coming up, these sobs, these, you know, just knees buckling, hitting the floor, crumbling, uh, moments of pain. And what I realized let's go back to the topic of the podcast. It all ties in, I promise. You already have what you want. What I realized is that what I wanted so desperately in that third child was more family, more love, more intimacy. I am the youngest of six kids, so I grew up in a household full of... Just people and love. And so I equated lots of people in a family with lots of love. And, you know, I was witnessing my best friend having her fourth, and I felt really alone. And there was such a contrast between these. The big family I grew up in with, you know, aunts and uncles and nieces and nephews and all that stuff, brothers and sisters. And this family that I had of just two and my husband. So we were a family of four. And I thought that, you know, there were, of course, those thoughts of like, how could God put this desire in my heart for this big family and not deliver. So much pain, so much anger. And what I realized was, and hear me on this, everything that we desire, everything we want, everything that we want to acquire or accomplish, every wish, every dream, every hope is because of the feeling that we think it's going to give us, whether it's a feeling of love, whether it's a feeling of accomplishment, whether it's a feeling of status, the only reason we want something outside of ourselves or in the future, the house, the car, the relationship, the promotion is because of the feeling that we believe we will get from acquiring it right? Every feeling is available to you right now. Every feeling. You know, if you are jealous or envious of somebody else's success and you want that success, it's because of the feeling you think you will have when you get that success. But guess what? You can find success in your life today, right now, in this moment, right now. And so for my particular experience, I realized that what I wanted so desperately was a feeling of family, the intimacy, the deep love. And it didn't need to come from more children. I have a huge family. I have lots of friends. I have two amazing children that I can choose in this very moment to go snuggle with, to go talk to, to go connect with, to feel that love, to feel that intimacy. I have all these family members that I feel like I never have time enough in my life to build deeper relationships with. That's my choice, right? I can go right now and create everything that I think is not here, right? And this feeling of lack, And this feeling of, you know, I can't get this thing that I want. It's here now. Does that make sense? Everything you think you want. The reason you're unhappy today is because of a sense of lack. Because of a sense of you're not where you want to be, right? We have to get present and we have to focus. And we got to get clear let me finish that sentence. We got to focus on the now. We got to get clear on what is the feeling that you think that thing that's going to change your life is going to give you? What is that feeling? And choose to see that and to feel that today. I promise you It is there. If you are seeking a romantic relationship and you think everything's going to be amazing once you find this romantic partner, there is so much love in your life right now that you are not tapping into. That's what you're craving. That's what you're desiring, right? So focus on that. Take this kind of two-step process and I'm not saying that we shouldn't, you know, I'm the goals, the manifestation, the dream, the vision girl. We should have those dreams. We should have those visions. We should have all of that. But here's here's a little snippet into how the law of attraction works. You're never going to attract anything that you want into your life if you're not incredibly content and happy with what you have right now. If you want more love, you have to be love. If you want more success, you have to be and feel success with what you have in your life right now. It's the law of attraction, guys. Like attracts like the law of attraction. You can't attract success while you're feeling failure. You can't attract love when you're feeling self-hatred, right? You can't attract abundance while you're feeling lack. This is a whole nother podcast topic. But does that make sense? I hope so guys, thanks so much for being here. I feel like this little snippet, this little nugget of wisdom and awareness can change the game. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much.